1: Nobody for one. one. Welcome everybody. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only. Uh,
2: there's a event going on down at the uh, the riverfront. All right, and it's going to be uh, well. We we'll just have Dave do it. Dave from Doggone Gone Problems. Uh, Dave Coder's on the phone with us right now. Dave, how you doing, bud?
1: Great party. How you
2: doing? Doing great, man. Good to hear from you. All right. So, what's going on? Let's talk about what you do first of all
1: well i'm a uh i'm a dog behaviorist okay a little bit it's a little bit different than dog training a lot of people kind of confuse the two i like to say dog trainers teach dogs to do things dog behaviorists teach dogs to not do things like bark try to eat your pillow or shoe jump up run out the door uh basically anything any unwanted dog behavior
2: okay now which one is that guy caesar who goes
1: Ch-ch-ch-ch. he would be well he's kind of controversial uh he's uh he practices what's called dominant theory, so he's very physical with the dogs at times. Uh, he corrects with the leash. There's, there's kind of two ways of training your dog: the old way, which is what people did for years, the dog did the thing you want, you reward it. You did the wrong thing, it, you punish it. How do you feel you about that way? How do you, how do you personally, Dave, feel about it? That's, that's not my philosophy. Um, I, you know, it, that's I. Uh, this is probably not the best analogy. I call it like the slave mentality. The dog responds because you have it cornered and it doesn't have any other option. Okay. All right. what I want to do is i do use positive reinforcement in dog psychology, so I might put I might put the dog in a situation where it only has the option to do one thing, the thing I want, and then I reward it over and over again, and then eventually I add an option two Okay, and it's like i'm gonna stick with option one because I know that gets me a treat or affection for my guardian or whoever it is okay I want the dog to want to do what we want it to do. What I find a lot of my clients do is they don't actually teach the dog how they want it to act in a certain situation, like at the door. And so, you know, we look at answering the door as like one process. We get up and answer the door. But there's actually a whole bunch of little steps. You know, first the doorbell rings, and then they rush to the door. Then we get to the door and push them away. Then we open the dead, click the deadbolt, and we click the handle. And during all those things, the dog's getting more and more excited because somebody's about to come in. And right. so what I do is basically break down the exercise and, you know, teach the dog first step is we want you not to react to the doorbell. And so we practice that over and over until the do- dog doesn't react to the doorbell. Then I go to the next step and, okay, I want you to stay 10 feet away from the door. We practice that step. And each time the dog does the thing I want, we give it a reward.
2: Now, now people wow. were okay. at
1: home just real Ow. quick. Like how, how is some of that doing? You're, you're opening the door and there's no one there. Like you're reinforcing uh, that it's yeah, not well, always. Yeah. I mean, uh, what I might do is I might have somebody, first of all, just outside ringing the doorbell, but without actually coming inside. And I might be delivering a high-value treat to the dog while it's chewing on it first, and then the doorbell rings. But we might practice it where the doorbell box, or the sound comes out, is way across the room or way across the house. So when the dog hears it, it's not quite as intense. And then it's already getting a high-value treat. It's like, well, I go to the door, but I'm chewing on this really delicious, you know, biscuit. <laughs> and when you do that enough, then the dog starts to associate. When the doorbell rings, I, I, I'm getting a biscuit. This is like classical conditioning. you ever heard of Pavlov's dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you do that without somebody actually coming in. So now, instead of the, the doorbell meaning a guarantee somebody's coming in the house, well, it rings and rings and rings, but nobody comes in, but I'm getting the biscuit. So I'm less inclined to get so excited for that. And then okay. once you do that enough, the dog's just like, yeah, the doorbell just means I get a great-tasting treat.
2: Okay. okay. Well, we got Dave here, Dave from, uh, doggone problems right here. Um, Dave, I have a question. Um, I, I guess you handle all different kinds of things.
1: I uh, just not. cats from Costa Rica. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So Man. my dog's a border collie, right? And, um, I should just have you come over and watch it. But, uh, my neighbor has a, has a, uh, work truck. So whenever he backs up into the, uh, into his driveway, my dog will be in the backyard she'll run to the corner of the house and start gnawing on the uh the drain what would you call it the gutter drain or whatever okay she just goes crazy when she hears that thing she thinks it's it's this it all kind of started when i when she was in an apartment and if there was a uh, beep from the uh like the uh, fire alarm because of the battery she would sure. just run over to the corner of the wherever it was at and just bark at the at the corner how do i get her to stop biting the house
1: okay it's well, weird. what i what I would do for that is I, it's a combination of what I would call counter-conditioning and de-sensitization, if I can even say that this early in the morning. So what you want to do is I would uh, I like to kind of recreate situations but play with the elements so I can decrease the uh, intensity. So in your case, since it's a sound, I would maybe record the sound on your phone. And so you can play it inside independent of the visual of the truck and you're not near the truck you're and you're in the house
2: yeah, because she so, can't see it, she can only hear it it's weird sure
1: yeah, but okay. well dogs have great hearing and but she's probably associated that beeping with the fire alarm and a panic state when the fire alarm hits you probably are running around the house trying to turn it off quickly. It's annoying to you. She can feel that you're, it's annoying to you. So she interprets that, as a negative. Okay. Yeah, she's probably guess, doing what she's supposed to be, like alert. Fire, fire, yeah, fire. Well, fire. Put I'm, your pants on, yeah. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, those sounds are designed to elicit a response from humans, and it's probably very similar to dogs. So okay. what I would do is I like using, like, a really high-value treat, like something that's got a meat base to it. When it comes to food, the most important thing for a dog is the smell. The temperature is the second most important thing. The taste ranks third. So if you get a high-value treat, something that has a really strong aroma, I like to use chicken liver. And I let the dog, something that's soft so they can kind of nibble on it, I hold it between my thumb and forefinger, and then I would have somebody else there or just yourself with your phone play the sound of that beeping up, but play it at, like, volume one. Okay. So you can just barely, barely hear it. And keep on doing that until your dog, you know, watch your dog's ears. Ears usually will kind of telescope around if they're picking something up or, or something that's interesting to them. If the dog stops chewing on the treat, it's too intense. So I would either increase the distance between the phone and your dog while you're playing it back or turn down the volume. Okay. Keep, All right. My two, and, and then basically once you, pro, once you do that enough and the dog no, more, no longer responds to that, then I'd start turning it up more and more until it's like full blast and maybe play it through your stereo. And then once you can get it without the visual, and there's what well, you said is just sound only, but it's a recording of a sound. So it's not as uh, intense. Then I would go outside, and do you have a backyard? Yeah, you bet. So what I would do is I would go outside. Like I would try to talk to your neighbor, see if your neighbor can help you coordinate with this. It's important that you know the the, the delivery of the treat happens before the, the stimulus. In this case, the backing up. All right, so I'm having
2: to so have them text me or something like that, right? Well, I would okay.
1: actually have them on the phone and just say, okay, as soon as I say now, back up for just two seconds and then immediately put it back in neutral. Okay. So you're only hearing the beeping for a second. And then before the dog gets a chance to respond, it stops. Okay. And then after enough repetition, you can get a little bit closer, a little bit closer. This okay. is the same principle that I use for dogs that are fearful of the fireworks, which is a big problem that's coming oh, up pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. And if you do it right, the thing is most people move too far too fast. Once the dog reacts, you push too far. The whole point is, it's what we call sub-threshold. We want to re- practice this before with the dog before it reacts. And if we provide a positive association with, enough, with it, enough repetition, eventually the backing up doesn't bother your dog at all. Okay. I've seen, yeah, I've seen dogs that you can shoot fireworks off 10 feet away from them, They don't even blink. Okay, well, cool. That's awesome. And, Dave, you've got, Um, so you're going to be doing a workshop this Saturday down at the riverfront. I'm sure it's going to be. Down at the riverfront. Yeah, just a little bit south of where the old uh, Rick's Boatyard Cafe, the the, uh, Chamber of Commerce asked me to do it. They want to get, you know, it's a very dog-friendly space. Uh, you know, now that Rick's is gone, there's really nothing there other than people going to the pop or entertainment. And, uh, I travel, I mean, at this point I've fixed over 2000 dogs and only one visit. Wow. And so It's really popular. <laughs> uh, and I travel out around the country doing this as well. So that impacts my availability. I just can't help as many people in Omaha as I'd like to, because there just aren't enough time in the day. I hear you. Man, that's so great. Did,
2: I've known yeah. you for 20-plus years, man, and, yeah, I, I, I follow you on Facebook and stuff, and sometimes I'll see you uh, in L.A. And, and then back and forth to Omaha, and I'm always like, geez, what a sweet gig you got going on. <laughs> you know, congratulations on all this. And if anybody Thank has you. questions ahead of time you know, and want to get a hold of you do They just go to doggoneproblems.com or what are they? Yeah, if you go,
1: if you go to uh, doggoneproblems.com, we have a post up there, a couple posts, or you can go to our Facebook page, just doggoneproblems on Facebook. Um, if you want to RSVP, the event is free. It's dog-friendly. I spend about 30 minutes sharing a lot of the tips and secrets that I've used with my celebrity clients in L.A., The you know, people in Omaha to fix all sorts of different dog problems. Um, and then I take questions from the audience at the end, and I do demos with, their, with people's dogs. So if you can't figure out how to get your dog not to do something that doesn't listen to you, it's obstinate, uh, come on down. It uh, starts at 11 a.m., we're actually going to be giving away a, a free training session. We're going to do a thing where people can kind of take pictures in front of our backdrop, and if they tag it on social media, they'll enter a contest for that. The World Herald, uh, Mabaha, uh, uh, Green Spot, and Dogtopia are all going to are all sponsors for it. Green Green Spot's giving away like a couple, of, you know, I think fifty or hundred dollar gift certificates and all sorts of great goodies. Uh, you can get their store. The Dogtopia is giving away a bunch of uh, free dog boarding uh, passes. They're opening in a new location, so I want to really pump okay. that. And right. so, yeah, just right. come have fun with your dog, learn how to get your dog to listen to you, and enjoy a beautiful scene by the river. Okay,
2: so it's this Saturday. What you say, 1130? 11 a.m. 11 a.m.
1: Okay. And uh, the College World Series game does not still start till 3, so we shouldn't have any problems with parking. It's supposed to be a beautiful day. It's going to be a great time.
2: Okay. Hey, Dave, man, thanks for jumping on, and uh, good luck on Saturday, okay, and keep in touch.
1: Hey, thanks a bunch. Of, I appreciate it. You guys have a great one. You bet. Thanks,
2: you buddy. Take care. All right. Sounds like you need to get some uh, what I do. chicken liver, turkey Ch- liver. Yeah. I need turkey liver. liver or chicken liver. Chicken
0: livers.
2: He's not raw, right? I should have asked him. Turkey liver. <laughs> what am <laughs> I
0: good. What am I Doggum
2: problems. Yeah, dot Check it out.
0: dot com. This, this is, is the Big Party Morning Show.
2: And wow, looks like Queen Bey had her twins. Beyonce. I'm kidding.
0: I was going to say, you are so full of it. I would have been, the the hive would have alerted me. I would have been, I would have been made aware by the Bay Hive.
2: I expected you to get excited right out of the last, uh, after that word left my, left my lips. You can't. I've already been
0: trolling on, I've already been trolling. uh, Jay-Z leaves home a couple hours ago, Daily Mail put out that, you know, he left the house, got everybody thinking that, you know, he's going there, giving birth to the
2: twins. He left the house. So they're like, oh, my God, they must be having kids.
0: Oh, well, People are dying about that. Are you kidding me? It's Beyonce and she's having twins. <laughs> Double happiness.
2: Yeah, But isn't that funny how we get so, not we, but people get so excited about a baby they're having. Uh, they don't even know them.
0: No, I know. It's just, I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. I, I'm usually a pretty even keel person. I don't feel like I get uh, you know caught up in the hype of a lot of the celebrity stuff, but there is something about a celebrity baby that I just, I'm a sucker for every time. I, I love it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's like a new person joining the world, but it's like a person that you, know, you feel like you know because the parents have been such a part of the collective that... I don't know. I, okay, I can't explain okay. it. I, I really can't. I mean, I wish I could understand it because my husband's like, you are such a weirdo when it comes to like- Babies. Celebrity babies or like celebrity children. I am I'm so protective of the fact, like I am so in support of all these celebrities being protective of their children's identities and everything just because it's like, these kids didn't sign up for this, you know? But at the same time, I am absolutely fascinated by seeing celebrity children, because I'm always like, oh, wow, look at they have like her nose or his whatever. I know I'm crazy. I can't. You're I don't not, know. I, but I'm not alone. I no, mean, it sells magazines. It. I mean, think about that. When Brad and Angelina had those twins, mm-hmm. um, Knox and Vivian, they sold the rights, those first publishing rights, what, to People magazine. And they oh, they donated the money. But I mean, it was like that was like one of the top selling magazines People Magazine had for like that year. And it was, all it was, was Brad and Angelina and these two new blobs of humans that everyone's like, oh my God, look at their babies. (laughs)
2: That's so weird. That's a baby! But what do you do? I guess, right?
0: Mm, I don't know. But yeah, no babies from Beyonce and Jay-Z, not yet. There's rumors that it's a twin boy and girl, one of each, which gosh, can you imagine? Oh my God. So yes. The I want to know what the names are.
2: And everything else. I want to know everything them. about it. <laughs> well, i so excited. Omaha's number
0: one hit music
2: station. station. This is the one and only. All right, good morning to you. 950. 94 is your high today. Uh, looks like slight chance of rain tomorrow. It's Friday. Friday already. Um. So, yeah, there you go. 91 for the high. All right, man.
1: We want to thank our buddy Bob. Yes, Bob. Mr. Bob Haney mm-hmm. for the waffles. Molly, we're sorry. We couldn't uh, Hi, uh, squeeze the waffles one for you. into Good. the microphone. But uh, he's got uh, Heavenly Waffles, and you can get details on where to buy them at heavenlywaffles.com. They're delicious. We're in part going to start making waffles. <laughs> yeah. Waffle. I'm Waffle use makers. Waffle
2: is a bun. And put Ooh. a big old burger in between it, and that sound good. Well, not chicken. the burger part, just just the waffle. Yeah,
1: is the I mean bun. you could do okay. like your own Taco Bell science or uh, <laughs> whatever. Fast food is always making chicken and
2: waffle is always You're the big. Right. That's the
0: that's the happy combo, the chicken and waffle oh, yeah, combo.
2: That's right. That's right. It's right. so
0: good. Chi, how are you? I'm really great. Big party. Good. Good. Really great.
2: You got stuff to give away today, of Loads course. Of it. Right. People
0: qualified for the grill.
2: Okay. Um,
0: you would like tricked-out grill. I mean, this is so cool.
2: Yeah, it is. $1,500 <laughs> grill. It's got speakers. It's got steroids. It's got everything you want. And it all comes in a stainless steel uh, dressing. So there you go.
0: I don't geek out over things like that, but this one kind of, like, it's neat. It's really cool. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Are you? Do you have plans for Father's Day? Are you guys doing anything?
0: Um. Yeah, I've got a surprise from my husband.
2: Yeah? Okay.
0: I can't say it because he listens. Yeah. So... <laughs> And that's, yeah. Anyway, I have a surprise. It. It'll be great. It'll be fun. It'll be awesome. It'll okay. be huge. Um, But then $25 gift card during the 90s till now for Smitty's.
2: All right. Tune in and win and get qualified. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Have a safe day. Do yourself good. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please do us a favor. Consider subscribing on iTunes. It's totally free. And feel free to leave us a review. It only takes a minute. And, you know, it really helps us build an audience, which is necessary for the survival of the show. So thanks again. You can also reach out to us at BigPartyShow at Channel94.com. Or specifically, if you want to reach out to one of us individually, you know what I'm saying. Molly at Channel94.com. Jeff at Channel94.com or there's big party at Channel94.com. Again, all individually, if you'd like to say something nice to Molly or even something mean to us, we can handle it. All right, again, but let's not forget, you need to visit our website, Channel94.com. We leave some great links there to much of the stories that we talk about here on the podcast. We'd also like to see you on our Facebook page as well. It's at Big Party Show. We got Twitter, we got Instagram pages too. Find it, search it, like it, love it, do whatever you gotta do. And you can also tune in us live every morning, which you should be doing, Monday through Friday from 5 to 1030 a.m. Central Time on Channel 94 and FM in Omaha. You got a comment, you got a suggestion, whatever the case is, give us a call. Here's the number, 402-938-9400. Join in on the conversation. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time, so have a great rest of your day, and as always, do yourself good.
1: the peanut butter on your thighs so everyone will know big party show back hair will grow number one make it so big party show big party show big party show
0: this is the big party morning show listen Dreaming live twenty-four
2: hours a day. Log on and get plugged in.
1: Channel941.com